If you asked a kid 20 years ago, what do you want to be when you grow up? It was, I want to be a fireman, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a nurse. If you ask the average kid now what they want to be, they want to be influencers. They want to be famous on social media. Over the last few decades, we've seen social media's potential for good, bringing communities together, fostering innovative new ideas, and transforming our access to information. But we've also seen its dark side, addiction, violence, depression, and loneliness. Typically, most other platforms will simply drive you down whatever is the most engaging. So if you're watching violent content all day, you're just gonna get more and more and more of that violent content. They're never gonna try to interrupt that behavior. What role should social media play in our lives? Should tech companies have societal responsibilities? And what does a positive alternative look like? In this episode, I sit down with tech entrepreneur Nick Janicki. He is the director of media relations for Gunjing World, a new family-friendly and G-rated digital platform. This is American Thought Leaders, and I'm Yanya Kelleck. Nick Janicki, such a pleasure to have you on American Thought Leaders. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. So Nick, first of all, congratulations on the grand opening of Ganjing World here in Middletown in New York, where we're, we're filming now. It's a kind of an amazing community event. We've been seeing a lot of, in the last few years, a lot of the dark side of technology and what you know technology platforms can do. There was huge promises made and probably a lot of good things that have come out, but it's really the the dark side that's been the focus. So tell me about Ganjing World. Ganjing means clean. And so this was really created as a platform that is clean and isn't going to drive you into addictions uh, towards violence or erotic content or anything that you're seeing in most social media right now. And the key for Ganjing World, the easiest way to think about this is the rating system in movies. So you have R-rated movies, you have PG-13, and you, then you have G, which is for general audiences and, and typically family-friendly content. And so Kanjing World is basically saying there will be no violence on the platform, nothing erotic, nothing harmful, and nothing criminal. And that's its starting point. So the mayor was here today of Middletown. We had um, other people from the city. We're an old industrial city, an old railroad city. And, um, and with the dying of industry in the U.S., and you know, soon to be revitalized, but. Uh, over the years, the city was moving backwards in many ways. This boulevard here on Fulton Street has been purchased. Some of the buildings have been purchased by Ganjing. And with this building here, this facility, the renovation that's been done sends a message to the community that Ganjing is serious about the investment in our community. This facility will bring hopefully up to about 200 jobs relocated from Texas and California. And it's a start, it's a, it's a, it's a big start for a, hopefully a technology push in and around the Middletown area. So, We've been to a lot of ring cutting ceremonies and this is by far the best thing we've ever attended. What that stands for, the guiding principles of, of no violence, no crime, no pornography, uh, no drugs. I think whatever your level of technology is, you can rally behind ideals like this. And so on behalf of the congressman, I want, to I want to present the certificate. Uh, there's hundreds of people from Silicon Valley, from Texas, from all over kind of the, the U.S. that kind of came together into this very small community of 30,000 people to say, hey, we're going to start a tech platform, not in Silicon Valley. We're going to start a tech platform in, in a community, a small community, root this into the community, make the community better because of that company, Ganjing World, 
and then from there say, now we're going to change the global conversation on why these things are important and why morality has to be infused with technology. And it's, this is also very interesting given what I've been thinking about. You know, I'm very, frankly, very proud that at Epoch Times we can be the media partner for Ganjing World because it is about fostering community. And it is, and, and here's the thing that really struck me, right? You're infusing some kind of morality into technology. And I hadn't really thought about this before. Tradi traditionally, or maybe not traditionally, over the last however many decades, it's almost as if you had to separate those things. Technology developed entirely amorally. It was almost like, you know, firewall, keep that, keep the morality side out. Let's just focus on developing good technology. But a lot of costs came with that, and we're seeing some of that lately. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I fully agree, and this is the starting point. I don't think people started out in technology to do harm to people or humankind, but what we're seeing, especially uh, with children, is the technology has a huge addictive uh, propensity. So if you're a 13-year-old or a 14-year-old or even an adult, we've all gone into that sort of wormhole of technological addiction. And it's not just the content, but the very act of using the technology is basically hijacking the limbic system. It's using the dopamine response. And so what we're seeing is uh, sort of the after effects of you know, a decade or two decades of these platforms being introduced. Is it a positive for humankind? So you're seeing things like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, as an example, was just on the Lex Friedman podcast. And he said, you know, there's a couple things regarding COVID. There's a couple things regarding the presidency that our fact checks, checkers said were false, but ended up being true or mostly true. So there's a huge fallout happening right now. And to your point, the whole purpose of Ganjing World is to say, hey, we're going to start with the morality. And we haven't figured out every intricacy of how this works, but that's our foundation. And so the simple message and mission of Ganjing World is to empower people through technology to reconnect traditional values and divine culture in daily life. So there's a lot there to digest, but that is the, the essence and the starting point of the uh, platform. I mean, bottom line is it's a family-friendly platform. You know, there's, there's a TV network, uh, I believe INSP, says family-affirming. They have family-affirming content. It strikes me as a, another good term that might describe uh, what Ganjing World is building itself to be. I've been thinking a lot about the problems we have on various, you know, social media or social media in general. For example, you know, a lot of social media were obviously developed to be addictive in nature. We know that as a fact. Um, they're designed to gather incredible amounts of information, create these profiles as in the Social Dilemma film. And then we have, you know, we learn in the Wall Street Journal, uh, you know, on Instagram, there's, you know, active pedophilia happening, sharing photos, all that. I mean, crazy stuff. How is that even on the platform? You know, I, 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 it's hard to fathom, right? But I think it has to do with the starting point, as we were saying earlier, just being this kind of cut the morality out entirely. And you're trying to, you're coming from a very different place, which frankly is groundbreaking. Like I have not, I have not heard of this uh, approach myself anyway. It's, it's highly shunned in the technology industry. So there's a, there's a theory that really you should allow the technology to be a neutral tool that doesn't contain values. And so that, that works if you're a hammer, right? But it doesn't work if you're using AIs and you're actually constructing things for a manipulation potential. And so the idea is all, the, all of these algorithms, the things that we're calling AI, which used to just be called machine learning, 
They're essentially able to take a ton of information about you, as you've mentioned, and then use that to reinforce something. And so what we saw is a lot of um, sort of micro groups being created, and then you kind of, you're stepping into an echo chamber at that point. So the dangerous part of this is saying, okay, let's take these algorithms and we're gonna use them not only against you, but to continue to polarize you. So people are getting more narrow-minded versus opening up their mind to the possibilities through social media. I mean, that's the idea with technology is it's an equalizer and it's opening up our mind to more possibilities. But what we're seeing is the very opposite is happening. And so there's a professor at Stanford University, his name is BJ Fogg, and he talks about this addiction loop that was very consciously created in, in these platforms. And sort of the remedy to that is connection. And part of connection is community. So there's, there's, there's no coincidence that this company started in Middletown, which again is a very small town, to say, hey, we're gonna start this in a small community, we're gonna help build up that community, and then that's the starting point of a tech company. That is completely revolutionary to your point. Normally you'd go to Silicon Valley, you want big VC investors, things like that, but we're going totally against the grain and saying, hey, we're, we're gonna put a stance here on technology and then also on how these algorithms are, are working and we believe there's an immoral imperative to not use AI in a way that will essentially harm, harm us and harm our children. Let, let's talk a little bit about this, because again, you know, we seem to, in the last six months, there's been this at least perceived explosion in AI ability or at least access. Um, and you know, people are wondering to themselves how closer we are to this singularity, right, where AI becomes self-aware and takes over everything, right? You know, there's of course a number of very famous stories that have been written, written about this. Um, how, how do you under, is AI being used in the development of Ganjing World? How do you guys understand that? Yeah, so AI is used. So the idea here is to just be very conscious of it. So when you go into Ganjing World, you're essentially going through an assessment. To speak to privacy, you don't even need to log in to watch con content in Ganjing World. The key is once you want to comment or you want to start posting videos, then you actually need to create a profile. But when you do, you're actually selecting those categories that you want to enhance yourself. And so the idea here is the algorithm is now used to give you more content that improves you rather than just create these negative addiction loops. Um, and so- Explain that to me a little yeah, more because sure. I'm not clear how that's different. Yeah, yeah. so uh, basically th there's a couple kind of groundbreaking things that are starting to happen or come out. And so let's say, I'll give a use case that's easier to explain. So let's say you're a, new, a nursing student and you'd go on the platform and you'd start selecting some of those things that you're interested in. And then the idea would be, uh, we're actually educating the end user uh, or the, the person that wants to be on the platform on how these things actually work. So the idea is if you're being given things that match you, uh, you're gonna get more of that and then uh, after a while, soon we'll have something that kind of pops up and says, hey, you've been on this too long, maybe you wanna take a break, or if you're going away from your intent, something might pop up and say, hey, do you actually wanna watch these other things? So typically, most other platforms will simply drive you down whatever is the most engaging. Mm. So an example would be violent content. So if you're watching violent content all day and you're just gonna get more and more and more of that violent content, they're never gonna to try to interrupt that behavior. And so the difference with Ganjing World is that the algorithm is going to be used to see what you're doing, but then offer you recommendations for things that are actually beneficial.
So, so it is actually tracking you. There is a kind of a profile being created. There, there's no profile being created it, it, until you actually create the profile. So when you're just viewing videos, it's just going to sort of recommend you based on general generality. But I think the key here, let's get into privacy a little bit. Mm -hmm. The key is Ganjing World does not track you when you leave the site, uh, which is absolutely huge. Most other platforms will track you when you leave the site. They'll try to collect more information about your identity. And Ganjing World does not do that at all. So when you sign up, it's not using that information to sell things to advertisers. And so the key here is really understanding that uh, everything you, you provide is, is safe, it's secure, and then that's not being then turned around and sold, it's not being used for advertisement, and we're not tracking you when you leave the platform. Basically, you're saying that the, the algorithm is gonna tell you when you are going against your kind of the, I guess the values that you input it at the beginning. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to accomplish. And when you're sort of deviating from that quite a bit, the algorithm will say, hey, are you sure? Is that the idea? That is the idea. That is the idea. And so, and part of this is educating, I think, the general public and humans and kids on how to use these tools. And most other social media hasn't done that. You've simply given, given someone a phone and the horrible analogy I use for a 13-year-old is giving a 13-year-old a, a cell phone with access to TikTok is basically like giving them a bag of fentanyl and saying good luck. You know, these, these are things that can reinforce horrible things in, in teenagers. We've seen depression going up based on social media use. The numbers are staggering where most teenagers are using social media anywhere from, you know, the, the low 20s to upwards of 60% of the waking day. It's pretty incredible how often people are on social media and how manipulative it can be. Fasc absolutely fascinating. Now, so to summarize, I think what you were saying about sort of the typical situation, right? When, I remember this being said, uh, when something is free, then you're the product, mm -hmm. right? Which is this tracking and everything you described. So how does Ganjing World sustain itself then? It's a great question. So basically, Ganjing World does have advertisers on the site, but they're not using the identity to target individuals. Mm. Um, and a lot of that is going away across Facebook, it's going away across mul multiple other platforms, as well as the, the minutiae targeting of individual characteristics. Like YouTube is, Ganjing World will have the paid advertisers on the back, but then offer a membership that you can bypass that that advertising, which I think is a really great way to just say, hey, if something has value, it might be best to pay for it up front um, and then, you know, have the content delivered to you. What is the impact? You know, I, I haven't done an episode on this uh, for American thought leaders in quite some time. What What is the impact on young people? Can you just sketch that out a little more for me, like on, on these typical platforms? It's, it's borderline terrifying as a parent, to be honest, to know what, you know, when I go to Instagram, I'm seeing the same things you're seeing. Um, and, you know, I don't choose some of these things, but it, it's, it's the moral, it's de degrading very fast morally. And so the whole concept here was to say, hey, can we put up sort of a filter or a buffer that says, hey, we're not going to allow all this bad stuff in. And we really want this to be good for, for kids. And Ganjing World is spending a lot of time really focusing on, on kids and on educational content because we want this to be the safe place on the internet that is clean, that you'd feel free to just you know, have your child go on to and say, hey, we know they're not going to be accessing things that'll harm them. 
from a mentality standpoint, from a self-esteem standpoint, these are the things that we're seeing that are just you know, tremendous. If you asked a kid 20 years ago, what do you want to be when you grow up? It was, I want to be a fireman, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a nurse, uh, you know, whatever it is. If you ask the average kid now what they want to be, their stats showing, you know, it's, they want to be influencers. They want to be, and, and what, does that, what does that mean? It just means they want to be famous on social media. And so I think what this is doing, it's kind of gradually wearing down the, the society as a whole and the, the whole value structure of family values and certainly removing us from divinity, which I think is worth talking about. And so Ganjing World has a stance that they're trying to bring back what they're calling a divine culture. And part of that divine culture is understanding that we should be living by value or values versus by desire. And so the idea here is when you're looking through these algorithms, you, they're enticing you to react based on your desire. So the idea is if we can bring this out in the public and have a platform that teaches you how to interact with technology, if you do say jump to a different platform, you'll know that these things are coming and there might be things you want to ignore because it's actually trying to take advantage of your desire and it's trying to take advantage of your attachments, which aren't going to do you any good if you're a nursing student or do you any good if you're trying to like uplift your intellect or uplift your character. You know, it's, it sounds almost like it, you know, it's going to be hard to keep people's attention because there's all these other places they can go to feed their desires. Right? I mean, this, my, my point is I'm thinking here, this is an incredibly noble, it's a noble, you know, approach, but, but can you keep people's attention when there's all this other stuff, which is, you know, hitting the limbic system, I guess, you know, do you see what I'm saying? I yeah. do. And that is a very known issue. And so the idea here is to really rally a vibrant community. So this doesn't need to be the most profitable tech company on the planet Earth, right? This needs to be the most uh, ethical tech company on the planet Earth. So the mission of Ganjing World, the, the way I see this personally, is it's not necessarily about the, the platform and the profitability of the platform. The founders of this really are looking at the big picture and saying, actually, we need to change the global conversation about how we're interacting with technology. And we need to change the global conversation on how technology should be built and if we should continue building it in a certain way. And so I've been thinking about this quite a bit. We've been chatting about this, but I'll even go as far as saying a generally or trying to construct a generally intelligent artificial intelligence, and we can get into what that means, is in my opinion, antithetical to the stability of humankind. And that's a big statement. And most tech companies are not gonna say that, they're actively trying to push the technology forward. And what that essentially means is a hammer is a hammer, right? A chainsaw is a chainsaw. But once you have a chainsaw that can write its own value system outside of what was programmed, you now have a chainsaw that can say, hey, the person trying to chop down the tree with this chainsaw is actually the threat and you're disrupting the balance of the ecological system for wanting to cut down this tree and now I'm going to form a protection mechanism. So this is where all the apocalyptic stuff kind of comes from is an, is an artificially intelligent general intelligence that can actually write its own value structures and that is antithetical to the stability of humankind. So what is the alternative? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, fine. But so, so you develop 
AI somehow differently? How do you develop yeah. it? So AI can, be, it's being used right now. So everyone's heard of ChatGPT and some of these other things. And these are all in a box. It's only functioning based on the code that it originally had. And then it's building these neural networks to get more sophisticated. But it's not, you know, so there was this experiment with Meta where it had one AI talk to another AI. I don't know if anybody's heard of this experiment. It was shut down a couple years ago. And these two AIs would talk. Uh, in English. Eventually they started forming kind of like these weird sounds and clicks and all these different things and the programmers at the time discovered that they actually formed their own more efficient language outside of what was initially programmed. Right and so now they're starting to communicate in something we couldn't easily decipher and the program was shut down. So that's kind of the the line in the sand is if it's outside of our control as human beings then we need to shut it down. And so these tools, I think, are safe to use in, in a box, but we absolutely should stop the progress of a generally intelligent AI. There's no way that ends well for humankind's stability. So let's talk about the traditional values aspect here, or like just the values, right? Because that's another question, right? Like who, uh, should, I, should I join? Should I be part of this? What, are, what do you actually stand for? You're talking about joining a community based on shared values, right? That's right, yeah. yeah. And those shared values are, um, you know, free for both political spectrums. So there's no line being drawn based on your political spectrum. The line is simply being drawn based on whether you want to support a positive future for America, if you want to support a positive future for the next generation, as I said, and if you believe in supporting and continuing the vibrant community's kind of impotence to create something that is morally integral. And that's something we're going to learn as we go. So that's the benefit of not just feeding people information and manipulating them, but actually asking for feedback. Mm. So there's something in Ganjing World called topics, which basically any, any community member can post a topic and then the community can share their understanding and response to that topic. So it's not just, you know, consumption, it's also contribution. And, and I think a lot of, and that's really the big difference is there's an active effort to curate people that actually want to contribute to this community, as you said earlier. Tell me a little bit about the genesis of this. Like, who are the people that are involved? Where, do, where did the thinking come from? So this was started by people that came out of Silicon Valley. There's people that were essentially freedom finders from China. So they saw what censorship looks like firsthand uh, with the CCP and the Chinese government. And they wanted to start something really and truly that was uh, free to use. So the idea is with the upcoming elections, you, you're allowed to have a voice on both ends of that political spectrum, which I think is very, very important. So it's, you know, so I've, I heard that said, I think, in the speeches, free of political censorship, right? So the censorship is an interesting question, right? Because obviously you're, you're saying, well, there's not going to be, we're not going to have erotic, we're not going to have sexualized stuff on the platform. So that, that is a kind of censorship, is it? Or how, 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 do you, how do you square this? How do you explain that? Because frankly, just even thinking about this, you know, we've been basically taught like sort of all censorship is bad or is all censorship bad? I, I mean, yeah. this is, I, I, I've been I, asking these questions. So what ended up happening with a lot of social media is just by the very nature of who is controlling the social media, it would lean towards one political party or the other. And the idea with Ganjing World is to say, hey, we're not, we're not worried about what side of the political spectrum you're on. It's welcome for everyone. And we're simply saying, okay, the, the line in the sand for us is the values. So if you align with traditional values, if you align with 
what we're not wanting to show on that platform, that's essentially the starting point. So you could call that a form of censorship, but it's censorship where you know what you're getting into at the beginning, rather than finding out after you've grown your channel for two years or you know, having uh, an opinion about something that's not welcome on another platform might be removed. And we haven't figured out all the answers, bluntly. The idea here is to have a vibrant, positive community that builds together and has a shared value system. Tell me a bit more about the sort of this traditional values component, right? Because this is something that's, uh, I, I know it's very important. I, like this is something that I understood be, before I knew anything else actually about Genjing World was this, and also traditional culture, right? Um, sort of a, a place where that can be, uh, I guess, amplified or explored. Tell me about that. So in terms of traditional values and culture, that's a big part of what makes Ganjing World special, is really kind of looking back at the, the root of all these different cultures. And so when I um, think about this, it comes back to the desire versus virtue, and really going, okay, there's things that are worth protecting, like a stable family unit. Family's important, community's important, cultural background is important. And I think we have a society now that is sort of dismantling these things as unimportant, uh, even so far as saying, you know, is the Constitution important? You know, and I would say yes. And even though this was primarily started by Chinese immigrants, they understand that they escaped communism to come to this country. And then what they saw, unfortunately, was a lot of the platforms were emulating sort of the feeling of these communist countries. And so the mission was to say, hey, I, the, the, the root problem is the fact that technology is progressing for the sake of its progress and we're not putting the values first. So will this impact profitability? Yes, but that's okay. It's about taking a stance for, for what's right and there is right and wrong in this world. Thinking about the way our tech sector has developed and the kind of the global tech sector has developed, it, it does depth it does make me think of you know the social credit system in communist China, right? I'm not saying it's there, but I'm saying that it's it's been moving in that direction, and especially recently, quite rapidly. And so, anyway, I guess what I'm saying is it's a welcome an attempt to kind of go in a different direction is welcome, I think, and I would expect there would be more uh, in this vein. That's the beauty of the community, is everyone being able to kind of put in their own input on, okay, what, what videos can be hosted here? So there is a creator economy on Ganjing World. There is the ability to stream. So it has everything there to monetize as a creator. So the call to action for creators is to say, hey, if you've maybe been kicked off of another platform because of a view, or there's not a place for you, this is now that, that safe, clean place for you, as long as you stay clean. <laughs> to, to come and actually be able to monetize some of your content. I love the idea of fostering a community of people. It seems to me like Ganjing will be fostering a community of people that are into some sort of you know, mutual understanding even you know, across the divide. But you know, these sort of agitators, they're also going to come, aren't they? I mean, there's going to be people that don't want to see this succeed. How are you going to deal with them? Golly, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the idea here is to basically allow people on, but I mean, obviously there's going to be terms and conditions. You know, there's a word called trolling, right? And there's the 
what is it, the, the 50 cent army or the five cent army, you know, those kinds of things if people are familiar with these ideas. So if it's clear that there's people on there truly trolling, trying to create harm, right, that's why the policy is there to have content that's against harm, but it also it's going to be reviewing and looking at people that are truly trying to create harm. So obviously that can be dealt with with, with terms and conditions for sure. You guys have a, your work cut out for you. It's, it's a long mission, but because it's mission-based, it's something everyone, I mean, you have people leaving their families, moving their families to come to Middletown, and it's pretty heartwarming to see the amount of people that are behind this, including the community of Middletown itself, saying, the world needs this, and this is the time for someone to take this kind of stand. Well, we're very uh, proud at Epoch Times to be a media partner for Ganjing. Uh, Wishing you the most of success here. Any final thoughts? No, I think just check it out. Uh, go to the platform. It's just ganjing.com. And there's also an app. So if you have a cell phone, you can download it on your app or your iPad or device. And just go go check it out and be a part of the up-and-coming, up vibrant, clean community. Ganjing World is right now fully looking for people that want to come and create content and people that want to basically put their voice in for things that will have a positive influence on America and for people that, regardless of which side of the spectrum you're on politically, stand up for traditional values and want to reintegrate divinity back into technology. Well, Nick Janicki, it's such a pleasure to have had you on. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you all for joining Nick Janicki and me on this episode of American Thought Leaders. I'm your host, Yanya Kellek. Mm -hmm.